Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. This podcast is a mix of our Instagram lives and IGTV videos, along with other recorded content. Sometimes we just give tips on how to improve your English, and other times we talk about a wide variety of topics, sometimes with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. What's up, talkers? In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about something called cognitive behavioral therapy. And if I had to translate that into Spanish, I suppose I would call it terapia cognitiva comportamental o de comportamiento o de comportamiento cognitivo, no sé. Anyway, I learned about this first from my friend David Romanowski, uh, who is, we've actually had him on the podcast before, he is a psychologist from Mexico who studied uh, at the University of Minnesota, which is where I met him, and he's, we actually joke about this, he is a cognitive behavioral therapist. That's what his title is according to his, well, like his degree and according to the American United States psychological system, that would be his title, right? A cognitive behavioral therapist. But it's funny because when he says, yeah, when I'm in Mexico, it's just like, soy psicólogo, güey. <laughs> no vamos a usar esas palabras tan complicadas. <laughs> soy psicólogo. But in the U.S., we often like to use all of these fancy terms like a cognitive behavioral therapist. Anyway, cognitive behavioral therapy is something that I've actually done a little bit on myself without the help of a therapist. I got the idea when I was reading another book last year, uh, essentially as a way to do some some deep work, right? Este trabajo profundo de la mentalidad, del mindset, del ego, de todo. Entender nuestras emociones. Uh, just understanding our emotions is always so challenging, and I've been doing a lot of work on this over the past couple of years. And so I came across cognitive behavioral therapy in one of the books I was reading. And what I wanted to do in this episode is share with you all just the basics of what this is, because this concept, this cognitive behavioral therapy concept, is something that is very useful. Uh, well, you don't necessarily have to follow these exact steps. But this idea of breaking down our negative thoughts or our limiting thoughts and really recognizing why we have them and then ultimately changing them and improving them is an extremely powerful thing that we can all do. And I feel as if I'm in the process of this. I certainly am not an expert on it, but I've been working on it for a while and have made some improvements in my own thoughts and emotions. And so what I'm going to do is briefly explain cognitive behavioral therapy in both English and Spanish, and then also give a quick example from my own life. So really the first thing you have to do is identify a common like negative message or problematic situation that you find yourself in, a problematic emotion. Si, identificar un mensaje emocional negativa, repetitiva, algo así que siempre tienes. ¿verdad? Identify this emotion, this negative emotion that you have frequently, or in 
just a single instance, but essentially identify what is that negative emotion. Then the second thing is to understand the reason for it. So, entender cuál es la razón. What, what is actually the purpose of this negative emotion, this negative message you're receiving? ¿Cuál es el propósito de este mensaje negativo que estés recibiendo de, de, tu, de tu propio cerebro? Next, you have to ask yourself, is this true or is this accurate, right? We want to look for evidence against it. O sea, vamos a buscar evidencia contra eso. ¿Es, es verdad lo que estoy pensando? ¿Es accurate? How do we say accurate? ¿Cómo es? ¿Es correcto? ¿Es, pre es preciso eso? ¿Es, ¿Es verdadero? That's the better word. ¿Es verdadero lo que estoy pensando? Then we ask ourselves, what would the wiser, more rational, individual version of ourselves do? Entonces, ¿cuál sería? ¿Cuál haría? ¿Cómo tomaría este pensamiento? La versión más sabia, más racional, razonable de nosotros y no tan emocional. See? So we want to get out of our emotional head and start using more rational thinking. And then by doing that, we can sort of reshape our negative or inaccurate thinking. Entonces podemos reformar nuestro pensamiento negativo o no verdadero. See? So to give you an example of this, uh, previously I used to date uh, this, this girl and I was kind of, I was overprotective because I'm just like a, a, a worrier by nature. Soy preocupón. Por naturaleza. And, you know, I get a lot of these worrying thoughts in my head. Like whenever I wouldn't hear for her, from her for a little while, uh, I would think, I would always kind of like start to panic. Like if I would message her a couple times and she wouldn't respond or I would call her and she wouldn't answer, I would start to panic. I would be like, oh no, did something happen? And I'm not really sure why. I think part of it is just like, it's ingrained in me to be this kind of worrier person. Como que soy preocupón por naturaleza, como dije. But I would get really, really worried and almost would just like totally panic. You know, I would become debilitated to where I couldn't focus on the other things that I was trying to do because I would be so worried about her. Is she okay? Did something happen? So then if you go to step number two, trying to identify why I would get these thoughts. Why would I panic, right? Why? ¿Por qué me entra este pánico? Solo porque ella no me ha respondido por, no sé, tres, cuatro horas, right? Well, I knew it was because she had had, you know, she had a few friends who had made some bad decisions before and a couple of family members who had made some bad decisions. I just, it was because I didn't trust, it was probably an internal problem, right? Like a lack of trust on my part, but like lack of trusting the other people she was around. Like, I knew some of them have gotten into bad situations. And I'm like, is she, is she going to get into the same situation with them? Como que ellos van a tomar una mala decisión mientras ella está con ellos y algo malo le va a pasar, no sé. And so, like, that's why I would have that panic. It ultimately probably has has to do with issues from my childhood that I haven't resolved either, right? Like, why am I such a worrier? But that's... That's like an even deeper, deeper topic, right? So that would be the reason in this case for the panic, because I like didn't trust the other people that she was around very often. So then I go to the next step though and try to recognize, okay, is this rational? Is this accurate? Es verdadero eso es, es racional, razonable, pensar así. And then I would think to myself, well, okay, Sean, this has already happened like five or ten times. Well, there will be a period where she doesn't respond to you. When you get really worried, worried, she's not calling back. Is she going to be okay? And everything is always okay. 
she calls back a couple hours later saying, I'm sorry, I was, you know, uh, I didn't have my phone on. I was, you know, maybe she was even working, you know, whatever. She was doing something um, and everything was totally okay. And I was just worrying. Yo estaba demasiado preocupado por nada, right? And so when I think to myself, okay, the, the wiser, more rational version of me, which is the next step, would say, hey, we've already been through this five, ten times. It always ends up okay. Let's see. Let's, let's assume things are going to be fine. You know, she can take care of herself. She's a big girl. I don't have to worry about her. She can, she'll be able to take care of herself. Let me move on with what I'm doing. Uh, and, and not worry about that. And of course, that's something that's difficult if you're like a natural worrier and you just get so focused on something and you get like scared and have panic. It's difficult to move on, but you have to try to put yourself into a more rational headspace because that's ultimately what the wiser, more rational version of you would do. And And you also have to know that to a certain extent, the wiser version of you must say, well, in this situation, there's not much I can do anyway, so I may as well not worry about it. That's also difficult to think about it, but the wiser, rational version of you says, hey, Sean, you know, there's a 99.9% chance everything is fine. There's really nothing I can do to control things right now anyway, and me being in a panicked state doesn't help her, certainly doesn't help me. It puts me into like a paralyzed state where I can't think and do anything else. Let's get out of this state of mind any way possible because it's better for everyone if I do. And so then the last step is you, you kind of start reshaping your thinking based on that. Essentially, you have to get out of your own irrational emotions. I'm actually reading another book on this right now. What is the title of it? I can't remember. I just started reading it recently and it talks about the same thing, how we we have to get out of our irrational emotional thinking. Este pensamiento emocional irracional muchas veces que conquista nuestro cerebro, cerebro. It just kind of takes over our brain sometimes and we have to sort of step back when that happens. We have to step back and use, use text techniques like deep breathing. By the way, check out the episode with Marcela Montoya that we did a couple of months ago if you're interested in that. But Take some deep breaths, try to step back, try to look at things from a bird's eye view. Mirar las cosas desde arriba, como si estuviéramos, como si estuvieras solamente observando tu vida, a ti mismo, eh, tus pensamientos. Observar de, un, eh, de una perspectiva más racional, más razonable, más objetiva, right? Just observe everything from above, from more rational, reasonable uh, more objective perspective and try to analyze and, and come to the best conclusions. That way you can reshape your thoughts. And this is a whole other massive topic about how to not let emotions affect the things that you do to be more rational, etc., etc. People have written books on that and I'm not going to go into more details there because it's still a work in progress. I'm a work in progress with this. But this cognitive behavioral therapy, these steps are something that you can try. It's a basic principle that you will find. You'll find kind of the same type of thing in all sorts of deep work like I was just talking about with this book. We must truly understand what causes our negative emotions and then attack the root. We must attack the root, atacar la raíz de esas emociones negativas. First understand 
then we go attack the root of the negative emotions and then we work to change them that way they don't plague us forever anyway check out the episode we did with dr david romanowski that episode was actually called how to overcome addictive behaviors from a couple months ago very good episode he's also an addiction specialist if you're having a tough day emotionally try some cognitive behavioral therapy on yourself and we will talk again soon talkers thanks Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco and check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how